0: Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Living Simply with Dr. Gina. Uh, My name is Ben Barber. This is Dr. Gina Madrigrano and one of our other producers, Crystal Tubbs. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Gina, how are you today?
1: I decided I'd pick
2: Fabulous. Today,
0: awesome. How uh, about you? I'm great. Crystal, how are you?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with stupendous. Oh la la. Mm-hmm.
0: Very fancy. All <laughs> right. So today, uh, today we are talking about how our mindset, um, how how our mindset affects our lives. Uh, and I'm saying that wrong. So let me get the actual title. Up, how our mindset can transform our lives is what we're talking about today. Uh, Dr. Gina, let's talk about mindset. And before I say that, if you're watching this live, you can leave a question in the comments and, uh, Dr. Gina will answer that as well. And if you're watching this or listening to it, leave a, co- leave a comment wherever you are and, uh, and we will answer that as well. So Dr. Gina, take it away.
1: Yes, I thought we'd talk about mindset today because um, it comes up a lot in my sessions with clients, a lot meaning all the time. (laughs) So our thoughts can be in our favor or play, do a lot of damage. And um, I was inspired by one of my clients today who is suffering a lot and part of her suffering is she's stuck in inaction, so she can't move forward because what's holding her back are her thoughts. So we were working on her mindset today, so I thought it'd be a, a good topic because uh, it's at the root of a lot of suffering.
0: Yeah, mindset is definitely at the root of suffering. Uh, obvious, I mean, I think that it's a, it's a simple thing to say that our mindset is at the core of our you know suffering and, and transforming our lives and stuff but it's another thing to put in practice you know so how do you how do you rationalize that you know what i'm saying like how do you get people to actually realize that their mindset is playing a massive part in how they're feeling how they're what they're obviously your mindset plays a plays a part in what you're thinking but you know how do you how do you make that sink into somebody?
1: Well, one of the big things I try to help people with is have them realize that they are not their thoughts. And that's a big leap because they're like, what do you mean? What does that mean? I'm not my thoughts. So I try to explain to them that we have two parts inside of us, a part that thinks, So the thinking self, the computer that just never stops, we think all day, all night. And then the part inside of us that can observe those thoughts. And I often use an example from Eckhart Tolle, who went, the way he had his awakening was, he was highly depressed and suicidal and he suddenly had a thought, I can't stand myself anymore. And what woke him up was, well, who's I and who's myself? So the myself is the observer. The I is the thinking self. So in therapy, we call it fusion. So when you're fused with your thoughts, means you have a thought and you believe automatically that because you have that thought is true and you obey it. Regardless, and then this leads to another thought, another thought. So if it's a good one, good, you feel good. But usually people don't seek help when they're happy. So <laughs> uh, I try to help uh, people train their observing self. So notice what you're thinking, which involves obviously mindfulness. So it, it's an exercise basically to to practice, what am am I thinking about? And often it's not debating with the thoughts because that's what cognitive behavior therapy did is let's prove your thought wrong, but then you're still stuck in your thoughts. So the goal is more, is this thought useful? Is this helpful or not? Because it could be true, but if it's not helpful, why go there? So a, a big part of changing your mindset is awareness. So most people know, I know my thinking is what's going to hurt me. The problem is not there. It's common sense. The problem lies more, how do I do it? How do I detach from my thoughts? How do I notice they're not useful? So that's where mindfulness and meditation come in because it's like brain gym to help you slow down and observe your thinking so you can you know switch your path change the channel move on so part the big first part
2: is awareness of what's so, going on so i mean say we get to that point we start noticing our thoughts um how do we like, how do I want to say this? It's like, we don't want to be judgmental of them. We don't want to be judging ourselves. So how do we start to like change our our thoughts and our mindset from that space where it's not judgmental, where it's more from a loving space? Well, that's
1: an amazing question because that's the next step is observe your thoughts without judgment. So usually when we suffer, um, it's our thoughts are either judging, planning, complaining, They're doing an an action. So one is to label. So let's say someone has a hard time falling asleep because they're planning the next day. But it's not time to plan your next day while you're trying to fall asleep. So you notice your thoughts. You're like, oh, I'm planning. Hmm. Well, now I need to sleep. So then you redirect your attention to something that will help you sleep, whether it's focus on your breath do a body scan, do yoga nidra, or just count sheep. But you're noticing what your mind is doing. You're labeling it without judgment. The, the reason we say label it is it creates create some sort of detachment from your thoughts. The minute you label what, what's happening, you realize it's not you. It's just the computer going on and on and on. And, oh, it's planning right now. Oh, it's worrying right now. Okay, now's not the time. And you redirect your attention to the present moment. So with compassion and love, so people will go, how do I send love? Well, just don't judge it. When you love someone, you don't judge them. You accept them unconditionally. You thank your brain. Oh, looks like my brain's still working because if I wasn't thinking, I'd probably be dead So not judge your brain, not shame yourself, but just go, oh, this is what's happening. And you move on to the next step. So depending on what kind of mindset issue, then you do the work related to that type of mindset. So if it's self-esteem, fear, anxiety, um, then you shift your mindset, you redirect it, you reframe it. These are just small examples of how you address your mindset.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That makes, them, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, what are some of the pitfalls that you've seen other people, um, you know, that your clients or, or you yourself go through when they're trying to readjust their mindset?
1: Um, they get discouraged. They have expectations that are unrealistic. Um, Like, I shouldn't be thinking, I shouldn't have these thoughts. So non-acceptance of what's happening. So they're resisting. So it's like, have self-compassion. This is your programming. So let's say they've suffered trauma and they have poor self-esteem. It's have compassion for that part of you that's having these thoughts. And now we're going to guide them. So it's like the inner child. To, to um, create a new dialogue within your mind. So when I get more specific and we address this in another few podcasts, some of the mindset issues that come pop up, for example, are taking things personally. So let's say you texted someone, they're not responding, and you spiral out of the control. Oh, are they mad at me? What did I do? And you start replaying your whole day. And it just started with an assumption. Oh, they're not responding. They're probably mad at me. That's a mindset issue, which is making an assumption and taking it personally. So it's the awareness so i i show people different kinds of programming they have so it's one of the pitfalls is not being able to have that detachment and just observing it the same way you would observe a movie you know it's a movie you know it's not you someone else produced it and you're observing it so um yeah then we dive deeper into the types of mindset they have and
2: how to reframe it. Go ahead, Ben.
0: No, you you can go.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I mean once we kind of identify say they have a I don't know negative mindset about work or something. I don't know. And um you know, what, what do you do then to shift those thoughts? Like once you've started observing it, you've started realizing, you know, distancing yourself from it, you know, what's that next step? So
1: let's say someone's in a work environment and they're complaining about work. So mindset does not live in isolation. So we look the bigger context, right? So be the observer of your environment is your boss or colleagues. Are they, um, is it a toxic environment? So, if if your mindset is to have discernment, it, am I feeling bad because it's self-imposed because of the thoughts I'm having, or am I having signals that, example, at work people are crossing boundaries? So, and and our bodies feel first, then our brain kicks in. So, if we have mindset issue issues and lack of self-awareness will make assumptions and we might go, Oh, it's just me. It's nothing. I don't want to rock the boat. So then it's to notice the next step. What's keeping me in, in action. If, if I keep having negative thoughts about work, what is it? What's the solution? Is it my issue? Is it an environmental issue? Is it, um, boundaries issues? So if, if, If you realize the whole context, you can then intervene. If it's what's in your control, what's not in your control. What do I need to accept? What do I need to let go? Do I need to change jobs? So it's an exercise of discernment. When do I pay attention to my thoughts? When do I let them go? Because it's a story I'm making up. So it's, again, it comes back to self-awareness and being a good observer Without judgment, what's happening here outside and what's happening in my body? Because if something's happening outside of you and it doesn't feel right, you want to pay attention. Right? If someone's crossing boundaries, you might feel it like someone's kicking you in the gut or someone's shutting you up. You'll, you might feel choked up. So you want to pay attention to that and be present. And when you're present, you can discern is is this mindset healthy or am I spinning out of control, making assumptions, um, make, taking things personally and judging. I don't know if it answers your question.
2: I mean it does, but just to clarify, basically the next step is to take action to transform or change whatever might like if it's if it's not you personally. Just creating a, a, you know, story of some kind that's making you feel unhappy. If there are circumstances outside of you that are, are affecting your mindset, that's when you take action. Well, if if we use the situation, for example, right now with
1: COVID, right, uh, some people are scared, or some people re- will resist oh, this shouldn't be happening, or my whole life has changed. I'm tired of being locked up. I I hate to have to wear masks. There's a mindset where you can't control the pandemic or what decisions certain authority figures take, but you can change how you uh, respond to the situation. So if your mindset is in victim mode, Like, poor me, it shouldn't be that way, or resistance. You're going to feel bad, angry, frustrated, depressed. Well, okay, do I want to stay in this state or not? And if not, okay, how do I transform this situation so it's less difficult and more bearable? Then it means, okay, I need to change my attitude or my perception. Okay, let's say you you're in a country where they're mandating wearing masks and you don't want to wear a mask. Well, you can decide, well, I'm not going to go in public places where I have to wear a mask and I'll just, you know, go walk in the woods where I don't have to wear a mask or I'll stay in my home or I'll hang out with people that are safe and amongst ourselves, we don't wear masks. I can't change the law or the rules. I don't know how it is in your country right now, but for us in any public uh, indoor place, we have to wear masks. Um, it's mandatory. So instead of fighting and getting angry, it's like, well, then change your life in a situ- in a way where you don't have to wear a mask, but you're still respecting the law and you're not ruining your life. Because yeah. you're, you're resisting that or... Even just general, it's a, it's a pandemic. It turned our lives around. There are things we can or cannot do. People are getting sick. Um, you can be victimized by the pandemic or find the gift. Okay, it's, what's the gift? Well, it forced us all to, to slow down. It forced us all to be with our kids more. So you can either be victimized by it or try to find the gift in the situation. And that's where the mindset shift happens is, am I making myself miserable? Can I make myself, um, happier or less or suffer less? You don't have to be happy. There's a pandemic, but you don't have to suffer every day. And the same thing at, at work, you might not have a choice to leave a job, Okay, how do I make the best of a work situation that's not ideal? For example, could be, okay, I'm not going to go to lunch with my colleagues because they complain the whole lunch hour and it ruins my lunch hour. So I'm going to go for a walk for lunch. I can't change them, but I can change my attitude about it and I can take control where I do have control. So if the mindset was, I have no control, I can't change these people, then you're victimized, you feel helpless, you can feel angry. So it's all how you see a situation and where you have power where you, and where you can have control and where you don't is to accept you can't control everything. So acceptance is also
2: a big part of it. Oh, you watch me try and control everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so let's see, let's talk about this. Uh, the Tony Robbins has a practice of priming, um, to get his mindset right for the day. It's one of the videos that I've seen of his, um, which is, you know, he, he has, uh, gratitude exercises that he does every morning and, like some some simple exercises to sort of like radically change his breathing and get his mind right to get himself in the right mindset for the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh how important do you think it is and can and is it possible to change your mindset like right when you wake up to get yourself into a better mood to get yourself uh you know tackling life's problems as much as you can. Yada yada yada. Like, is that um, how important do you think that is? And and what are some tips that you would give for people for how that they can sort of, uh, you know, set themselves up for success?
1: Yeah, I, th- I actually think it's super important because how you start your day sets the tone for the rest of the day. So research does show people who look at their phones first thing when they get up often look at their emails or their news they usually don't have that great a a day it really impacts their mood and their attitudes so i really work with all my clients to create a morning routine that starts with them and that is um positive but not like empty positive affirmation something you actually believe so if if it's gratitude it's a new day I woke up. That's awesome. Some, I think they say a million people a day don't wake up. They die in their sleep. So I woke up. Um, a lot of people I've worked with who are depressed, they wake up and it's like, ugh, another day. Well, that doesn't help set the tone for a day. So when they wake, they can't control how they feel that dread in the morning. A lot of people who don't feel good start the day, it's heavy. So then I help them get, you know, let's find a routine that gets you back in your body. So the Tony Robbins, the breathing, um, some people, it's yoga a meditation. I, I found like on Insight Timer, good meditations for people who are depressed and have a hard time in the morning. So to shift their mindset in the morning, set an intention for the day. So to, to set yourself up for success or a better day, set the intention that today I will, I will regularly pay attention to see where my thoughts are and redirect them as needed. And people aren't, who are not used to doing it, I always tell them, use doorways as a cue to check in. And we, we walk, we go through doorways. If we go to the washroom, go in our cars, even go from one office to another. Um, There's a doorway, there are a lot of doors and use those as cue to check in, where is my mindset? How do I feel? And then redirect your attention and bring back your mind. And usually what helps is literally, it, it sounds simple, but it's not necessarily easy to do, but being present is what helps shift the mindset because 99% of the time at this instant, nothing bad is happening. And if you take one second at a time, you know, if you're going through a hard time, it's one minute at a time, one second for others. It's like, okay, one day at a time. And yes, bad things all happen, but they don't happen constantly. Constantly. So we can reduce a lot of our suffering. So like in this moment we're talking, we all have issues outside of this immediate moment, but right now nothing bad is happening. So if we realize that by being present, um, our thoughts are occupied right now in this conversation. And for me right now, this is not painful.
2: (laughs) me either (laughs) if if
1: someone's listening and they get distracted then it could be painful or the topic could be painful but um not that painful they can just press pause
0: (laughs) um and i like that and i like that thought of using you know every time you stop to go through a doorway every time you go through a doorway to stop and and uh and think about it and check in with yourself that's a really nice sentiment um it reminds me of uh one of our first episodes over a year ago, you talked about uh finding time to meditate and, you know, just focusing like when you're in the shower and yeah, just yep. going like the water's hitting my skin, taking that time. So I th- and I think about that every time now. So I think uh, I think that's great and I'm gonna use that and I'll probably never look at a doorway the same again. So well yeah
1: I, I it I think it's good because I remember and now I laugh, but I used to put a timer three times a day on my phone Be mindful. Now I laugh because I'm like, this is ridiculous. I don't need to do it three times a day. I try to be mindful all day. But it's a good place to start when you're not used to doing it. Sometimes that's the best thing to do. But you can't always have a timer on you or your phone. (laughs) So I thought doorways, there's always a door somewhere.
0: There is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Doorways. The
1: doorway to happiness. And there's a way out,
0: right? Crystal, <laughs> take a lap. Uh, so, no. <laughs> so all right. Uh, so let's let's start by closing up. Uh, mindset. Is there one thing, uh, Crystal? Do you have one final question on mindset? And then Gina, do you have some final words on mindset before we move into the gratitude section of the program?
2: So no, not today. I do not have any additional questions for you, Gina. <laughs>
0: Okay, Gina. Is there anything, uh, Doctor Gina? Is there anything that you'd like to uh, end with on mindset?
1: Well, uh, Mel Robbins has a great program called Mindset Reset. Um, it's free. It's really good. So if people want to do that little program, I think it's really worth it.
0: I like Mel Robbins is the one that has the the five second rule. Yeah. Too, right. Yep. Yep. She's Can. really
1: good. I Five, really four, like three,
0: her. two, one. Go do it. Don't yeah. think about it. Um, so that's great. Uh, and before we get into the to the gratitude thing, I just want to say we'll just do the plugs now. Yeah. If you guys want, uh, if you guys are looking for you know website design or uh, or moving your business uh, virtually, anything like that, check out Crystal Tubbs. Uh, Brave have, and bold writer. and Bold Rider.com <laughs> I got it. I was just grabbing the, I was just grabbing this, <laughs> um, and check out com for any, uh, coaching needs, therapy needs, anything like that, right, Gina, or what, what, uh, what, what, what services do you offer on your website?
1: I offer parenting consultations, coaching, and, um, therapy, but mostly for people in Ontario. Cause I can't do coaching out, uh, therapy outside of. That's my what province. I thought,
0: Yep. I knew that I misspoke, but you can do coaching. Yes. So, uh, there you go. All right. And, um, and now it is time as we end every episode with our moment of gratitude. Uh, and I mean, that's the reason why we do it is, uh, is to have a, a grateful mindset and, and, so it kind of ties in really beautifully with today's topic in general. Uh, Crystal, can you start with your moment of gratitude for today? Yeah,
2: um, I'm actually going to do two.
0: Um, That doesn't count. You're out. uh, You're off. Still doing
2: two. Um, No, there's just um, a lot of wildfires out west. Um, I live in Colorado and there's at least four fires that I know of going on. And then I have family out in California and there's fires going on out there. So I'm just grateful for all of the um, firefighters out there on the front line trying to, you know, contain these fires and save homes and save people. Um, and then my other one is I hurt my back a little over a week ago, but it's feeling a lot better. So I'm grateful to uh, be feeling better for that. Yay.
0: Well, that's awesome. Uh, my turn, isn't it? Um okay. Uh-huh. So, that's fine. That's fine. Uh I'm going to today say that I am grateful for friends and family um in general. Uh I lost my father two weeks ago, uh yesterday. And um I had a lot of people reach out um and uh, and a lot of people send their well wishes and and check in on me and all of that stuff. So, uh, so I want to say thank you for that. Also to, you know, just great friends who do, who do great things like help you, um, you know, w- with your website, cause you've been so busy for the past five months, you've neglected to promote yourself at all, or, um, or, uh, you know, friends that can't, that are sick of looking at your empty bedroom, um, slash office. So they, uh, so they buy you stuff and make you put it up, um, <laughs> And, uh, and then, you know, so, so I'm really grateful. Also, uh, one of my best friends and, uh, business partners is doing something beautiful this week and, and going out on her own and, and really trying to, to go out and make a, and, and make some, you know, a new life for herself and her family. And that's, that's a beautiful, like, I love seeing people, uh, Seeing people go after what they want really um, motivates me and makes me makes me happy for them and stuff. So I'm very grateful to be able to experience that. Gina, that was like five, by the way.
2: That's awesome. Crystal.
0: It's not a competition then. It's a competition. I'm more grateful than you. I go think ahead. more
2: people. How's that? Go, All go the firefighters.
0: There. That's true. <laughs> I may have more friends than firefighters. That's not true. Go ahead, Gina.
2: I'm
1: very grateful for the last, uh, I'd say two weeks, you know, we've been locked up because of COVID isolated. I got to see my mom, my aunt and uncle, they were all together. And last week I saw two very good friends I've known since kindergarten and high school. We went hiking in the forest. I went to water slides with my daughter. It was just amazing. It was all COVID safe, but we had a blast. It was fun to finally be out of the house and see people. So I'm grateful for all these people.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Crystal, and uh, thank you, Gina. Thank you. Have a great night, guys. Uh, if you are listening to this later on Insight Timer or on the podcast, please check us out live every Monday. At six PM Eastern Time, um, and you can check that out on Gina's Facebook page, Dr. Gina Matregrano, uh, or her YouTube page, um, or anything, anything like that. You can just search it and find it there. So, thank you guys very much, and uh, we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, Ben. Bye, everybody. Thank you, thank
2: you.
0: For more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina. Go to drmadrigrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.